Good thing today is we are uh, we're talking about the body of Christ, and I felt like it was a good opportunity. Uh, when you get sick, all of a sudden you uh, you kind of lose your dependence upon yourself, and you really depend more upon others. And so I was like, Lord, are you are you teaching me something here? Obviously, I don't think he, he doesn't cause the sickness, but, but he can use it. And uh, yeah, I'm like, oh, this is really good. Like, I get to learn how to really be dependent upon, upon others. And uh, so that's the body of Christ. So I just asked Andrew to come up here with me. We're going just, gonna to just share a couple things, and then, uh, um, and then we'll be breaking into groups. Real quick, just a couple of announcements, though. Um, one, we have uh, uh, Converge coming up on March 7th through the 9th. Uh, yes. <laughs> John Veer is going to be with us, uh, along with many regional pastors. Uh, last year, we had, I think, 20 speakers, and uh, we'll probably have something similar to that this year as well. Uh, speakers from around the region, uh, amazing people that... Uh, Maybe they're not like known in, you know, as the public speakers, but I, I'll tell you, there's something powerful about what the Lord is doing in Colorado. And so I just, I just want to encourage you um, to be a part of that. You can use the uh, 400 gathering, all caps, and together without a space. Uh, and it's like a, it's a, there's a discount there. Um, so it's already fairly cheap to go. And if, if money's an issue, just email us at familyatherock.org. Um, we want to make sure everybody can be a part of it. Uh, the other thing, a couple other things, actually. Uh, oh, we've got baptisms on February 18th. So if, you, uh, if you'd like to get baptized, that's coming up here. Uh, yeah, so two weeks, uh, we're going to have baptisms. And then uh, also, we, after this service, uh, we're going we're gonna to head out. We've got... Uh, Zach, and what, all three of you just stand up. This is uh, Redemption Squad right here from Colorado Springs. We were, on a, we were on a 400 call on Monday and talking about going up, and, and I was like, man, if you guys know of anyone who has a CDL license, uh, we need someone. Uh, we're, gonna, we're looking at driving the bus, and, and Zach's like, well, I've got a CDL license, and I'd love to come with you guys. So he's like, they're here. Uh, they drove up from the springs in the, with all the snow and everything, and, and they're pumped to come up. And we're gonna get, we're gonna head up to uh, uh, Denver Friends Church, uh, and and we got Kyle over here who's gonna help head this up. Uh, Kyle, stand up and just wave. Uh, there you go. There's Kyle. He's already ready to go. <laughs> got your jacket on and everything. Uh, so we're gonna head up after the service and. Uh, we could use any, any help if you guys want to help right after the service, even packing things up. You don't have to go up. Um, but I actually got a call from Pastor Keith uh, yesterday, and, um, and he's like, help. <laughs> he said, how quickly can you get that bus up here? Um, here's the thing is there are, there are hundreds of, of Venezuelans that are being um, removed from the shelters right now. And uh, as of tonight... And so they, and they have no place to go. Uh, and there's already, there's already so many that don't have a place to go, even as of now. And so 
that this church has opened up their doors. We're going to come alongside them. We're bringing food and clothes up. But also what we're looking at doing, we don't know exactly know how this is going to work, but um, they're limited on the number of spaces that they can have in their building because of their fire code, which is kind of crazy in the midst of like when you're trying to save lives. But um, that is what it is. So what we're looking to do is as we have a bus, we can bring a bus up there and actually house, uh, let people sleep in the bus um, and keep them warm overnight. These are families with children uh, that have no place to go right now uh, as they're being removed from the, from the shelters. And so we're, we can't help everyone, but we can help those, we can help, you know, another 30 or so uh, as we put them in the bus and are able to keep them warm. So we're going we're gonna to do that. Uh, we're going to drive the bus up there and, and help them and, and just provide food and, and clothing. Uh, so anyone who wants to come, you're welcome to come. Anyone who wants to help pack things up, you're welcome to do that as well. And anyone who just wants to pray, pray. Uh, so I think that's it for the announcements. Uh, the, the focus today, uh, there's a couple scriptures. If you saw the email, uh, we're going we're gonna to go through Romans 12, 3 through, what is it, 3 through 13, and then also uh, 1 Corinthians 12, 12 through 27. Um, we're going to do that as a, as a group, and would love for you guys, uh, you'll see, if you, have, if you weren't here a month ago when we did this, it was a sweet time. It was really cool how it worked out uh, as we get into smaller groups, and we're going to read through the scriptures and instead of just hearing it all from up here and us kind of just deliver the message, we're just asking the Holy Spirit to really reveal it to the body of Christ. And I think you're going to see things that, that maybe we haven't seen before. And in 1 John, it says that the Holy Spirit is our teacher. He's the one that teaches us. Uh, yes, we have the, the fivefold ministry, which is to equip the body for the works of, of the ministry, which is so, super important. Um, and that includes teachers and pastors, um, apostles, prophets, evangelists, teachers, and pastors. But, um, but, but there is something powerful about the Holy Spirit revealing things to the body of Christ uh, and coming into that, just that unity together and praying together and uh, just hearing what the Lord is saying. And just kind of when you study it and see it for yourself, there's something powerful in that. Uh, and so I think it's going to be encouraging, but we're just going to kind of, I'd say, get your head in the right direction. So we're all, we're all going in the same direction. So, Andrew, do you want to share? Um, I'll start us in Ephesians 4, uh, verse 2. It says, always be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other, making allowances for each other's faults because of your love. Make every effort to keep yourself united in the Spirit, binding yourselves together with peace. For there is one body and one Spirit, just as you have been called to one glorious hope for the future. There is one Lord, one faith, one baptism, and one God and Father who is over all and in all and living through all. However, verse 7, he has given each, of us, each one of us a special gift through the generosity of Christ. Um, I, I love how often the apostles write about unity and working together. 
And I was thinking about it the other day. We had discussed this on, on Thursday. We kind of prep as a team together. And, and I was thinking about there are times that we set out to do something. Like a lot, often at Christmas, I'll travel back home. And, and when I do, the purpose of the, of the visit, the purpose of my travel is to go home and see family, exchange gifts, spend time together. That's the purpose. But along the way, there's some favorite restaurants that will hit, things that, that you know, stores or shops or, or food that they only have in Texas that they don't have here. And, and so it's, a, it's kind of a, a fun bonus. It's the cherry on top that we get to do those things. And there had been years where I thought that unity was one of those bonuses. Like we, we're working, you know, as the, as the Christian community, we're working as the kingdom of God to accomplish a few things, evangelism, salvation, like those big ticket items. And I thought unity was just kind of like your favorite restaurant that you get to stop in. But as I read more and more of the scriptures, it's highlighted again and again, even in, in John 17, where the last thing that Jesus prays for is unity in his body, unity in his church. And I'm beginning to see that, that this is not just a, a nice, a nice add-on, but that unity amongst the body of believers is really one of the end goals. That, that Christ will return when we've reached a level of maturity and unity. And so there is, there is something very important and very necessary, not just a, a nice add-on, but something that, that, that our intercessor is praying for, that he wants to see it happen, not just hoping it happens on our way to, to salvation, but that this is one of the great end goals. Um. I asked Jaden just to come up for a minute here. So Jaden was, he's in our sermon prep and um, he's been going through a book. I, I had no idea. And um, so I just, he had some, some quotes from that book and just some insight that uh, I thought would be good to share. Again, this is just kind of, we're just kind of prepping the table here as you guys are gonna dive into this in greater detail, so. Awesome. He didn't know he was gonna do this until two seconds ago, so. Welcome to the body of Christ. You're thrown in and the Lord carries us. Amen. Um, yeah, it's a book by, uh, he's an orthopedic surgeon. It's kind of co-written him and then an author named Philip Yancey. Uh, the doctor's name is Paul Brown, or Brand. Sorry, Paul Brand. Has anybody heard of Dr. Paul Brand? Nobody, okay. What's the uh, name of the book? The name of the book is Fearfully and Wonderfully Made. Uh, I think it's The Mystery of Bearing God's Image. Uh, and Paul Brand was a missionary orthopedic surgeon in India in like the 40s, 50s, and 60s and uh, did plenty of surgeries and whatnot. So very familiar with the physical body. And his goal was to set out and kind of show the physical body paralleled with the, the spiritual body of Christ and how there's things our body does that as the spiritual body of Christ we're called to do. Uh, and so I read it probably a year ago and then decided to go back through it two weeks ago, and finished it, and then we had, sorry, my phone locked, and then we had our, our sermon prep on, on uh, Thursday, and so I was just sharing some of these quotes and tried to pull together some of them, but I'd highly recommend to go read it for yourself. Let's see. Uh, one of the most famous quotes from the book, and Paul Brand kind of had this as like his tagline, like he would say this often, uh, is that a healthy body attends to the pain of the weakest part. And so as a, as a healthy body of Christ, our, our job is to attain to or to cater to the weakest part if they're in pain, 
we, we go to help. Uh, in the book, he was showing how our bodies do this physically. If I were to roll my ankle, my whole body responds by starting to limp. Uh, my brain starts to send hormones and, and painkillers to my ankle, and my whole body is now responding to a simple rolled ankle. But I think sometimes in the spiritual body, one gets hurt and we kind of just like scoff at it. Not us, we're good. Our, our hand, if we're the hand, we're good. We're, our hand's doing fine. But the rest of the body may be in pain. So a healthy body attends to the pain of the weakest part. Uh, he also talked about what happens when a, a part of the body does not uh, do its purpose, when, it, when it's kind of just skating by and, and uh, getting by on the benefits of the body but not really producing for the body. This is what he says. He, some, he says, some cells do choose to live in the body sharing its benefits while maintaining complete independence. They become parasites or cancer cells. And so when we stay stagnant in the body of Christ and it's just about us and we're independent and we kind of get the benefits of the body but we don't really pour in, we don't play our part, we're like cancer cells. And then probably the best one that I could find <clears throat> talks about the kind of the unity of, of the body, which is kind of what we're trying to hit today. And it says, herein lies the secret of Christ's body. If each of us can learn to glory in the fact that we matter little, except in relation to the whole, and if each will acknowledge the worth in every other member, then perhaps the cells or the parts of the body of Christ's body will be uh, acting as Christ intended. So if we learn to, to glory in the fact that, uh, that we matter little except in the whole body of Christ, it's not about us. We're just a simple piece of the body. And if the whole body is not functioning and I don't play my part, then it doesn't matter what else happens. We have to glory in the fact that we matter little. Uh, and then we have to be uh, honoring of those parts of the body that, that seem less presentable. We'll talk about that uh, in 1 Corinthians 12 when we break out. And that, that just because there's a piece that seems less uh, important doesn't mean it's not important. Or if it's not seen, it doesn't mean it's not important. Uh, Paul Brand talks about this. The, the, the parts of our body that we don't think about, like our pancreas and our liver and our kidney, we don't, we're not very thankful for those parts of the body, right? We don't, we don't ever like, God, thank you for my kidney. Uh, but if anybody's ever had to go through dialysis, they'll tell you how grateful they are or how grateful they would be if they had a working kidney. Okay, it's a piece of the body that, that works nonstop around the clock and yet we don't give it much thought, so. Those are some good, some good quotes to get our, our minds thinking. Yeah, we were, we were laughing uh, on Thursdays. Some, our sermon prep is, we just kind of hold it before the Lord. We say, Lord, what are you doing? We're praying. Bible's open. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Thank you, Jaden. That was awesome. Give Jaden a hand. Yeah. Just spur of the moment there. Um, but uh, we were saying, like LeBron, you know, I mean, here's a guy that, that everybody goes, man, that guy he can shoot a basketball like nothing else. But nobody goes, man, LeBron's heart is so strong in his liver and his kidneys. Like, and yet, if any one of those things goes, like his arm and his shot really doesn't matter anymore, right? I, I think it's the same way in the body of Christ. It's like, yeah, you might have a quarterback and they're like, man, that guy, what an awesome arm he has. And this is where sometimes in the body of Christ, like we focus on the one, the parts that are, that are visible, but, but that arm is worth nothing when the heart stops, right? Like, what good is an arm when the heart goes kaput <laughs> or, or when the liver just shuts down? And so there are, it, it talks about as we get into Romans 
12 and 1 Corinthians 12. It talks about these parts of the body that, that maybe aren't as visible as the other parts. And actually what the Lord does is he, he uses that to, to prevent the division because he realized like, oh, these are even the more necessary parts, though they're not the visible parts. And that's what I, I think that the body needs to still get because they, right now, when you look at like the way the body sees the body is, man, we honor like these, these visible parts, the ones that are up speaking and man, they're the, they're the most amazing ones. And we often miss those that are actually so critical to the body of Christ uh, that, that play such a critical role. We were, we're talking about Marlis. We're laughing. Uh, Marlis is like, oh no, what did I do? <laughs> but Marlis is over, over our finances. And we were like, you know, she's not, she's not the visible one up on stage. But if, if the finances of the church aren't in order, like the whole thing crumbles. We lose everything and it's done. And, and yet she's not the one that's, that's visible in front of everyone. But it's such a critical role in the body of Christ. And I, I think sometimes we don't, we don't see that because we just see, oh, the pastor. and Like, I am not the most critical role here. The church will continue uh, if, I, if I'm gone. Uh, but there are parts of the, of the body that will, this thing will crumble if, if those parts don't function well. Um, <laughs> our facilities, it's one of those things like, I mean, we have... The building will implode here. <laughs> we will have problems. We won't have heat. We won't have lights, things like that, that, that you don't see that are happening behind the scenes that are actually so important to the church, to the body of Christ. Uh, yeah. You want to jump in? Uh, on that note, there was, um, th- there's a passage in the later part of Ephesians where it talks about uh, these gifts of, of leadership was given but their responsibility, this is verse 12, their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. And one of the things we discussed on Thursday was there's, there's been a lot of, um, in a lot of ways, the church has misled, sorry, the uh, church, like what we see as church leadership, has misled the, the body of Christ to not recognize or, or realize or understand just how important and how vital they are. We've, we've a lot of times in kind of a Western American Christianity adopted this method of um, your gift is to give and then our gift is to do the work of the ministry. And that's not at all how the early church leaders set up the church. It was that you actually had many gifts and many callings and many, um, many benefits to bring to the body. Some of you have gifts of hospitality and some of you have uh, gifts of, of um, you know, praying or miracles or healings and these different um, where one scripture might call them giftings, other scripture, scriptures might speak to them as parts of the body, that we're all filling different functions and, and offering different service to build up the whole of the body. Um, there's been seasons where church leadership has done a disservice to say, well, you know, you can help uh, on the greeter team or you can <laughs> sit in a seat and that's kind of all we've got for you. But really, we, uh, we should all be be asking God, how, how are you activating me in this season? And so even what we're doing this morning of breaking into groups is an attempt to reactivate some of the muscles that might have atrophied, to reestablish um, some of those parts of the body that, that might have been on bed rest far too long, and, and now we're saying, okay, let's get back into some physical therapy, let's get you back up to, to speed, because biblically, we're all called to bring something. 
to bring a, a word or a song or a prayer or a hymn. Each of us should be coming to, to play a part that church isn't necessarily where we come to be fed, but it's where we come to be a part of the body, to encourage one another, to pray for one another, to care for one another, to help uh, laugh with those who laugh and cry with those who cry and, and carry the challenges that other people are, are facing, all of us working together to accomplish that together. Amen. So let me do this real quick. Um, and you can't take a picture of this because you can't cheat. Uh, but I, I just, I made a slide for Romans 12 and for 1 Corinthians 12. And I, what I want to do is just Quickly just run through this, and then you guys are going to dive into this in much greater detail. Um, so if you can put the Romans 12, 3, next one. There we go. So it, actually, if you jump into verse 1 and 2, it, it starts with this. It says, therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. The very first thing for the body of Christ is to go low is that we become the living sacrifice. And so if, if we don't do that, if we don't come from that place, the body doesn't actually function well together because that's how we honor one another above ourselves. So what happens is it's all, it all starts, it's in Christ. He's the head of the body. And this is just the progression of these verses here. You see Christ is the head of the body. And then you see this, there is a grace given to operate in the body of Christ. We can't actually do this in and of ourselves. If we think, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a part. And, and, and by the way, in addition to that, you can't determine what part of the body that you're to play. You might think you're a great hand, but the Lord actually has a grace on you to do something else. Be careful not to play something, to be something that, that you're not called to be, because maybe you want to be a more visible part but you may not be called to be the visible part. And it's just learning. It's, it's taking the grace that the Lord gives you to play the part that you're to play. But I will say this, and it, it, every, every single person has a part to play in the body of Christ. And sometimes this is where you see people in the church where they're like, well, I don't really fit in. I don't really, there's not a part that I'm to play. And it may not be the most visible part, but there is absolutely a part for you to play. And, and it is in the good works, as it talks about in Ephesians 4, it's actually out of the good works that the body of Christ is built up. Imagine if the, if the body doesn't actually do works. But if the body is doing its own works, and I wrote this in the email, I'm like, if the left foot wants to go left and the right foot wants to go right and the right arm wants to eat and the left arm wants to drink, and you're doing this, like, like every part of the body is trying to do its own thing, right? Going, ah, this is what we should be doing. No, this is what we should be doing. No, I want to go this way. No, I want to go this way. Which is, sadly, what we often see in the body of Christ is there's this dysfunction because there's, there's a lack of understanding of headship. And when we, when we understand that actually there's only one that determines the direction that we go. And when we listen to him, then we all, we all move into that place of unity, of oneness. It's when we try to think, when we think we've got it on our own, that, that it really messes things up. And I want to do, I want to do a quick uh, example of that. But let me just walk through. So you've got the grace given. There's a measure of faith that's given. And then he talks about, then it talks, uh, Paul talks about the body of Christ and that each member actually belongs to the other. And Jaden hit on this, that it's like 
you realize that you belong to everyone else and they belong to you. And so in that place, there's a tenderness of the church because, man, you're, you're one together. Don't, don't come against the body of Christ. Don't come against them. Don't speak against them. They might have a different view than you do, but it might be because of the position that they're called to from what you're called to. And they're like, man, I'm a, they are a hand. And they're out like doing the work. And they're telling you, man, you should be doing the same thing. And you're like, ah, but I'm not that part. Now, we're all supposed to love one another. But there's a, there's just, there's a part that we play. And there's a grace that we've been given to play the part we play. The key is, is that we engage in the good works that the Lord has for each individual. And in that place, we become the effective body of Christ. That, the last part of, of, uh, Ephesians, or of uh, Romans 12, uh, starting in verse 9, talks about, it, it really breaks down like how we actually come into this place of unity. And it talks about the sincere love, the devotion to one another, the honoring other parts above your part, to share what you have with the body of Christ and to practice hospitality. These are the things like, so it talks about the body of Christ, and then it talks about, now here's how we respond and how we activate together as the body of Christ. Flip to the, if you flip to the first Corinthians, this is the other one. So this is the other scripture we're going to go through, 12 through 27. And here it just talks about, it's being baptized by the Spirit into one body. And so even in Ephesians where it says, make every effort to, to have the, how does it say it? Um, this is where my brain is like tilt, but let me just go to it. Ephesians 4 says this. It says, make every effort, there it is, to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. So there's a unity of the Spirit from a baptism of the Spirit where we die to ourselves, we become alive to Christ, and we're into one body. And then, it, and then from that, the body doesn't determine the part that it plays. God does. He gives us a grace to play the part that we're to play. And he arranges the parts of the body. It talks about this in there. So there's an arrangement of the parts of the body. And then it's, uh, and then there's this understanding of you can't live apart from the rest of the body. So there's, the, there's a part that says, the hand says to the eye, I have no need of you. There's also a part saying, hey, you don't need me. And both of those are wrong. Uh, we see that in the church where the church is like, hey, we don't need you anymore. You're out. There's the other part where we go, ah, I'm just not needed. Both of those are wrong. Because we have to have the body in unity, and every part is needed. Um, and then it talks about how the Lord actually designs the body for the weaker parts that are actually the more important parts. They're all important, but there's this, there's this, the Lord actually does this to prevent division. Sadly, there's still division in the church. We see it all the time, right? We see the body of Christ dividing. How many, how many different denominations are there? Oh my goodness. I don't know how it's going to work. I don't know how the Lord's going to do it, but somehow he's going to bring the church back to one. Uh, and, <laughs> there, and, and I'll say this, depending on the scriptures, and there's this, there's like the overall, the body of Christ that talks about like in Ephesians 1, like we are the fullness of Christ. And this is the big body of Christ, like it talks about it in uh, Hebrews 12, this like cloud of witnesses that's part of this body. 
There is a, there's a, uh, like from the, from the large, or I guess, you know, from back here, looking at the world, we are one body in Christ. But then also there's, Paul talks about it as he's talking about in Corinthians, he's talking about to the Corinthians church, and he's specifically hitting them with this understanding of the body of the Corinthian church. And so you're going to look at it from a macro level and then a micro level. Uh, and they're both critically important. And ultimately, we are one body in Christ. But there are, there are churches, as, as even as there's like the, the seven churches that were the letters to the seven churches in, in Revelation 2 and 3, where it, we have to operate as the body of Christ in that manner and then overall in the macro manner as well. And so understanding it from both perspectives. Um, and then the last thing it does is it just reminds us, hey, you are a part of the body of Christ. And, and then we're not going to get into this. That's, that's verse 27. Uh, but then if you jump down a couple verses, what I love is, is then it goes into 1 Corinthians 13. Sometimes we read 1 Corinthians 13 as kind of an individual thing. It's the love chapter. It actually is referring to chapter 12 and talking about the body of Christ and saying, hey, as the body of Christ, now I will show you the most excellent way. And what it is, it is, it is love. Love is the very thing that becomes that unifier. It's, it's the ligaments that actually join the parts of the body together. Uh, I'm not going to go into it in detail, but you can see it in Colossians 3 where it talks about, and it says, and it's it binds it all together in perfect love. There is, this love is, is an active love, the love of Christ where he says, hey, now I give you a new command in, in, uh, Rome, or in uh, John 13. Now I give you a new command. Love one another as I have loved you. That's the love that actually is the ligament between each part of the body that strengthens the body into oneness. Outside of love, there is no strength, there is no unity, there is no oneness.